Initiating update. Three, two, one, go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Nerd On Update, where we uh, are going to talk about the nerdy news and uh, the, the things that excite us. Caitlin is pointing at me, and I don't know what I missed, and it's really starting She's to She's emphasizing me. your words. Good. Um, but before we get into all the fun and good stuff of the Nerd On Update, we are going to do a little bit of housekeeping. And the uh, first bit of housekeeping is from Caitlin. Is it? It is. You want you want me to say some stuff? I do. Say some things. You know what? I probably can talk about Podbean um, because this podcast is sponsored by Podbean. Podbean is the easiest way to create your own podcast. We use Podbean to host Nerd on the Podcast, the Nerd on Update, and the Capeless Crusaders. Yeah, uh, yeah. Download the free Podbean podcast app to start to record and publish your very own podcast in minutes. Podbean provides everything you need to run your podcast, and you can record and publish episodes directly from the app on your phone. Download the free Podbean app today. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N, Bean. Check it out. Check <laughs> it out. So Check it good. out. So good, Caitlin. Thanks. It's so almost like I do voice good. acting. It's like, it's like again, wow. everyone in this room has professionally done it, not me. So, <laughs> so you did great. Well, we played that Kentucky Fried Chicken game, and you voiced voice? the yeah. washing machine. Yeah, that's reading a script, not reading copy for like a, a company. It's I very different. You. I understand mm-hmm. the intri- intri- intricacies of every actor and every line read. Um, but anyways, uh, I love the, the update because we can give the audience the low down on what oh, they should know. Boy, and what y'all should know is how to stay updated with your hygiene. By using such things as Manscaped. He's getting stronger. I am. He is. Support for Nerd on the Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right. The 4.0. Join over two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code NERDON, N-E-R-D-O-N, at manscaped.com. Some people uh, have been reaching out into our DMs, slipping sliding in those DMs to be like, they've got theirs, they used our code, and they're loving the product. So that's dope. I like to hear that. Do it. I Excuse me, I, I burped. As someone who who I find to me keeping keeping it tamed, you don't have to be, make it like a baby or anything like that. But keeping it tamed, uh, so it's not looking like you know a bonsai tree or anything like that, um, <laughs> is important for me. And then finding something that like you kind of just trust in because like I, I gotta feel say, like there's a sketch in there where there's like a Mr. Miyagi type character that's yeah for sure. <laughs> He's just down there in the willies and just like. You know, you, you do, it has like a little sand garden and it's like it has a little rake. Um, oh. And uh, yeah, uh, I feel like I can kind of really rely just because like everyone knows what a manscaped is at this point um, in the world. And the fact that they're it's because of us. us. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that yeah. supporting us is like really cool. It's like, cool. I, c- I could actually talk about something I use. So. Thanks, manscaped. Yes. <laughs> uh, but shall we get on to the news? We should. Let's do it. Who would like to go first? You, Tom. All right. So. What's up, everyone? Today, the DC boy is back, um, and we're talking about some some interesting things. So first off, um, the Flash production has been halted. Um, uh, again. Because of uh, an injury that happened on set, which happens uh, when stunts are involved. Uh, everyone, please 
give more attention and praise to the wonderful stunt actors, fight coordinators, stunt coordinators, all of them. Um, and, uh, the, the, I think the Ben Affleck's Batman on the bat bike, uh, crashed into a camera operator. And so the camera operator had to go to the hospital, rushed (gasps) away. Um, that since this recording, um, a bit more news has been, has happened. The camera operator is okay and safe. So that's cool. Um, Spider-Man Far From Home has indefinitely stopped shooting um, right now because of the Delta variant mm-hmm. outside. Um, and uh, Leslie Grace's Batgirl, follow-up from last week, um, the uh, the directors are in talks to have J.K. Simmons reprise his role for Commissioner Gordon because if you know ba- uh, Batgirl, she is Barbara Gordon, the daughter of uh, Commissioner Gordon, Jim Gordon. Um, and everyone's kind of thinking like, which... Jim Gordon is it going to be? Is it going to be a new Jim Gordon? Is it going to be Jeffrey Wright's Jim Gordon from uh, The Batman with Robert Pattinson? Or is it going to be J.K. Simmons? And it's J.K. Simmons. So apparently a lot of, he's, in, he's in final talks about it to, to reprise his role. And he's been excited. He's wanting to do that. So again, a man of two universes where he's in the MCU, the Sony Spider-Mans, and also now in um, the Snyderverse is really cool to see that. Um, but also that just kind of continues the the conversation that the Snyderverse will not go quietly into the night. No. Um, the last bit of the DC Boy news uh, is pretty interesting. Um, it's it's deep, and I think uh, there deserves a little bit to be to be more um, conversation around it. Um, so, the Suicide Squad is coming out soon. Um, mm-hmm. It's uh, it's a comic book movie. It's going to be like a quote unquote a sequel, maybe not a direct sequel, but a sequel yeah. of the 2017, 20, no, 2014 movie. 2016 movie, The Suicide Squad. I was or, say. Uh, Suicide Squad. 1976 Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Um, Suicide Squad. That David Ayer is credited the director of, and um, a lot of reviews from a lot of uh, high-end checkmark verified Twitter users would kind of just post up things like, oh, I saw I saw the early screen of The Suicide Squad. David Ayer should just give up. David Ayer should forget about uh, his cut of the film, blah, blah, blah. A lot of disparaging things where um, Corey talks about it a lot. The... the Comparison is a thief of joy. So David Ayer kind of took to the internet and wrote this hefty long letter, and it's titled "My Turn." Yeah, and he talked about how he came up uh, in South Central and how he joined the military, and he almost died multiple times. He got shot at all the time. He always imagined that his life would end in a cell or in the grave, and all these years are bonus years of his life, um, and that he put his whole life and heart into Suicide Squad. It's about a group of people, um, a group of bad guys who are shitted on and discarded. It's a, a theme that resonates deeply in his life and in in his films. Um, and the film that we saw in theaters is not his cut. Mm. Read that again. You know, that's th- these are like word for word paraphrases I'm trying to use from his his uh, no, his letter to everyone. And from that, it kind of reinvigorated this spark of like release the air cut. So hashtag release the air cut. Um, you know everything. Everything that has transpired in those years of experimentation and the studio taking control of these films and taking it away from the directors is terrible. And the cool thing is that you saw people like Kathy Ann, who directed Birds of Prey, saying like, "Speak your truth," and Ray Porter and Ray Fisher and everyone, and even James Gunn, who is the director of the new Suicide, the the new The Suicide Squad film, saying, "Only love and admiration for you, my friend." Everything that you've done has only paved a way for people like me. 
And so, like, there shouldn't be any confusion that um, David Ayer and James Gunn are on good terms. You don't need to disparage one film or the other to support both. There's so many things that go into the mix mm-hmm. with these kind. I mean, so especially with these many. large of um, productions. There's so many cooks in the kitchen. There's so many ingredients. There's so many people that are just behind this that you have no idea what went into this thing that is now, unfortunately, like the thing that people review or they make comment on. Like, you, we have no idea. And and it's tough with that because a lot of reviews come into big question because that's what kind of threw the whole DCU into a big spiral is that a lot of bad faith actor critics and and bloggers preyed on that, preyed on that insecurity. And even today, there are bots and people who are creating these fake accounts trying to disparage Snyder fans and bombing, review bombing the Suicide Squad on IMDb, saying restore the Snyderverse because they're spelling it wrong because it's like definitely a bot. And these are like, Username, see, like yeah. all these things. And also there's a bunch of people who are like for James Gunn saying like David Ayer's trash where it's like even James Gunn has to combat and say like, no, that's like my friend. Yeah. Like don't do that. Yeah. yeah. Um. So don't be shitty. You can raise up all ships just by raising the tides. So, um. you know, Uh. and a lot of people are praising that the Suicide Squad film is great. And a lot of people are commenting about like, this is what happens when you let the director, you know, do their thing. Funny That's all that the works. news I got. Who was yeah. who's next? Caitlin? Uh, so, I happened upon a trailer this week that I didn't even know was a thing until this week. Wow. And I had no idea. But it's like Ghost... Josh def- definitely did not do an update episode about it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Tuned out. Uh, <laughs> uh, but Ghostbusters Afterlife uh, trailer came out this week. Um, so we had Ghostbusters in 1984, we had Ghostbusters in 1989, we had 2016 with the all-female cast, and that got completely retconned, and now we're gonna have Ghostbusters Afterlife, which is basically like, like, the rowdy kids discover the crazy thing, and then they're, now there's ghosts and zombies and stuff, and now they gotta find out who to call! I don't think there's zombies, because there's ghosts. Um, Shh, they're zombies. Um, I, I was too slow. Because yeah. this was going to be my news, but uh, I I saw that a new trailer was posted. If if you know me, you know that I am a huge. I'm a huge Ghostbusters fan. Um, and you're literally just Final Fantasy VII in my mind. So when I saw it's it, I was cool. Like, oh, that's that cool. Tracks. <laughs> um, but with Ghostbusters, it holds a very special place in my heart. And I was a little nervous about this, but this trailer and the the one that came out last year it was funny we More accidentally teams. watched the first trailer cuz i was like oh yeah i want to watch this we accidentally watched the first trailer which i had already seen and it said coming next year and i was like wait what oh yeah there's a new trailer and you can tell they they updated the effects but um i almost cried cuz oh. i was like it actually looks good like it, and when you have a sequel to something that was so long ago and holds such a special place in your heart and you see a trailer that you you're want like, it to be good. Whoa. It actually looks like it actually looks good. So anyway, I, I'm excited. And it's directed by uh, Ivan Reitman's son, Jason mm-hmm. Reitman. Yes. It, it looks good. It looks fun. It looks like it still has its quirkiness. Yeah. It's like ushering in for the the new generation. And knowing yeah, that I mean, it took this long to happen because the amount that these particular filmmakers hold in place for the franchise, I think, like doing a direct sequel like this is, I don't know, I'm excited. Yeah. You want to know, you know a sad fact? Yes. I, 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 
I look Please, out for Tom, sad facts. Give us the I, sad facts. I watched way more of the cartoon than I ever watched of the first and second movie. I get it. I watched like the second movie like way We're after. furious. <laughs> How oh, could you I'm do so this, Tom? So to me, I'm like, why does everyone care about this movie? <laughs> <laughs> now it's sad. <laughs> Josh? Uh, my news, uh, we're continuing the lawsuit train because we yeah. talked about a lawsuit last week. Uh... A lawsuit was filed by Scarlett Johansson on Thursday in L.A. Superior Court alleging that Disney, Disney, breached her contract by releasing Black Widow on Disney+. Plus. I am going to refer to my notes a lot because there is some legalese and stuff that was mentioned. And it's got huge implications. Yeah, it has yep, very, yep, 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 very yep, big implications. Does. So I'm just going to refer to my notes. The suit cl- claims that simultaneously releasing the film on the streaming service and theaters broke the agreement. It alleges that her salary for the film would be based in large part to the film's box office haul. The suit also states that Johansson got a promise from Marvel that the picture would be a theatrical release. And by that, the understanding is that it is exclusive to movie theaters. Disney was aware of this and still directed Marvel to violate this pledge. Disney has since responded with, Ugh. The lawsuit is especially sad and distressing in its callous disregard for the horrific and prolonged global effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. Disney has fully complied with Ms. Johansson's contract, and furthermore, the release of Black Widow on Disney Plus with Premier Access has significantly enhanced her ability to earn additional compensation on top of the $20 million she has received to date. So there's some but stuff that is, to talk about with this. Yeah, but the, the, the next part of my news, which will add to the, the impact, is that since this, this has inspired Emma Stone to, in her words, weigh her options due to Cruella, Cruella being released in the same way under the same exact circumstances yep. and, and implications. And so this is like an industry precedented case because the streaming yep. age is here. And the big deals that, like, this has in play is, like, so if the studio loses this, this can, like, kill Disney+. Plus Because what will happen is that every single person, every single show is going to have to... There's a part of in the lawsuit where she's saying, well, I'm not coming for a payout. I'm going to come for the Disney Plus money. Um, because you are trying to use me to bolster your your numbers and subscriptions. So it's not the premium number the $30 it's your overall growth as a Disney plus company or a right. Disney plus service. And so if every show starts doing that, then there's going to be less revenue that Disney actually gets to hold. Right. And they have to split less, 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 less. The pie less. starts to be split. A yes. whole day. I was talking so, to um, just real quick. I, I was talking to Jeff Nimoy cause mm-hmm. I'm, Working on another film with him. I'm excited. Uh, But we were talking about the way like points work Mm, in films. Participation, yep. Yeah, and like the percentage points that you get of profit because there's so much that goes into the money portion of film. It's not just production. It's the afterwards. It's the marketing. It's the film submissions. It's it's all these different things. And it's like once the everybody has taken their money, now there's the profit to kind of uh, like split about and so with this kind of thing it's like with with what happened with the world and the the amount that streaming became so ingrained in society's entertainment consumption <laughs> we're just like flipped on our on our lid of just like okay well 
This is the things like this have to happen. Well, also to me, this also starts becoming a little worrisome because, like, let's say I'm on, let's say I'm defending Disney. Mm -hmm. That's Mulan. That's also Soul. That's also Jungle Cruise. The Marvel movies that, like, you're gonna have to go against The Rock, Emily Blunt. Like, all these people start falling suit because what what HBO Max did is that they paid out every talent. So yeah. high in town, they got paid out. And I think that it's almost reported that they lost a billion dollars worth of revenue to mm-hmm. pay everyone out. Mm-hmm. And because like, so in comparison, Denzel Washington for the little things um, got $20 million for the little things. But the little things is way smaller of a movie compared to Black Widow, which made yeah. like $640 million over uh, 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 worldwide so through the like, box office. Like some pocket change. Right. And yeah. so, but also Scott Johansson has also been working on Marvel films for X amount of years. Yeah. She, it, you know, like the case against, for against Scott Johansson is going to be, well, without us, you wouldn't have made as much money as you would no matter what. And there'd be like the only movie that made close to the amount of money that Black Widow did was Lucy. Mm. And so, like, there is that fight, and they're both not going to be. They're, they're they're both not blinking. They're both looking at. They're each other like, and like, you should be grateful for us. That's pretty much how it's going to be, wow. and that's and that's why the the article that went out with Disney with Disney's clapback, whatever, is so indicative of Bob Chapek, who is the current CEO of like, I don't kind of care about the talent. I care more about how does the business work because what's going to happen in this lawsuit is that they're going to compare Black Widow to Loki. They're going to say, which one actually proved more beneficial for Disney Plus, which is a fucking really shitty thing to do. And it's indicative because he said, we are, they're, they're disparaging her character, saying like, we are uh, hurt that she would do this during this time of COVID. And also she got paid this much. Like putting how much she made oh, yeah. is so below the belt kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Because like, let's look at it, right? Robert Downey Jr., we all know he got paid $50 million per Marvel movie. He got a lot of money. And he really pushed for all the Avengers to get more money as well. Um, but Scarlett Johansson now, who's been there probably second as long as Robert Downey Jr. has, only made $20 million on her first solo outing. And so it's like a little... Like, of course, to there, me, there's a lot. there's a lot of facets to yeah. this. I mean, there's also the fan facet where people are like, this is a character that... Often people have been like, oh, this character has been slighted in terms of, like, screen time, explanation, like, uh, background, that kind of thing. Slighted in every way. Yeah, and and now now you want to do it in the real sense. What? And also, like, so the big tough thing with this, right, is that um, pirating, Black Widow is the number one pirated film. Of course it is. Of 2021. Of course it is. Because it's the most high uh, traffic pop culture-y film. Yeah, yeah. you know what you know, critics they get they get a screener they have yeah. a little watermark you know like yeah. the like sag screens actors yeah. get watermark yeah. and you have to watch through it and all that stuff but streamers like me like if i'm watching through disney plus and someone screenshots my entire screen like i don't have to go through that so like this is a huge thing because sculpture hansen saying like because you also streamed it on disney plus people pirated it more than actually it's going to theaters so that also change that's implications for the consumers because now they might have to start watching things through a watermark. Yeah. Because then they're going to have to watch, like, then they're going to be able to trace who leaked the movie. Right. So it has huge implications. This entire thing is like streaming will change, theaters and, might change. But like, if it gets done in closed doors, because I don't think Disney can quote unquote afford to lose this. Right. And that's the thing where, but like, yeah. They also, if so, it's, 
the the streaming wars have been around for a long time. We've talked about theaters being kind yeah. of on the outs for a long time, but they're so secretive about streaming numbers mm-hmm. Thanks, and Netflix. so secretive about giving any kind of indication of how well or poorly things are doing that it's like going down the line. It's And if someone as high profile as Scarlett Johansson is going to get slighted by one of the biggest companies in the who's, U.S. Who's for a, entertainment. Who's also a a person in the media that people respect and right. enjoy. And they're immediately besmirching her character by saying, you would do this during the pandemic. And she's heart. like, you would do this yeah. during the pandemic? Like you knew that when, the, the market was not back. Right. You And if it was something where they were more forthcoming about um, uh, their, their numbers with streaming or saying like, oh, well, we could have negotiated a deal or let's negotiate a deal. We'll cut you whatever. Like... But no, you you only hear about CEOs getting way more money out of nowhere. And then, you know, and yes, $20 million is a lot of money, y'all, for sure. But also, like, the more I learn about acting, the more I'm like, holy God, it's expensive. Because every marketing thing that you do, every photo shoot that you do, every, like, personal assistant, like, all the things that you do, that's coming out of your pocket Mm -hmm. directly. Disney is not paying for Scarlett Johansson to do, you know, all of her photo shoots and everything. Do things start coming in for free for performers and, it's and whatnot? all part of self-promotion. Like, it's... Right. There was an actor uh, that broke it down on... It was originally TikTok, but it has, in my world, gone viral in a sense where they were... Somebody lashed out on her because she said something about, oh, I only made this amount per episode. And they lashed out on her and she was like, well, let me break it down. Yeah. And they broke down everything cuz you still have they still have living expenses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They have apartments travel. probably in multiple cities cuz they have to. They have travel expenses. They have all of these different things that it's like Yeah. What, you, <laughs> what I think the most jarring thing for me was um a good publicist starting out is going to cost you $5,000 a month. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "You what?" <laughs> like <laughs> you what? Um but yeah, it's it's going to be huge. And to me, I think Netflix is kind of like showing how much they're going to stay on top in terms of a streamer. Mm-hmm. Because like, let's say Scarlett Johansson gets blacklisted by Disney. What happened with Zack Snyder and Warner Brothers went to HBO Max. Like all these people are going to HBO Max because like, oh, not HBO, uh, went to Netflix. Because mm-hmm. like you said, Caitlin, like they don't talk about the numbers because they're not going to tell you how good it went because right. you might want to get the number. Right. But what they're going to do is they're going to give you... $30 million to shut up. Yep. And then they're like, I gave you a lot of money. I don't owe you anymore. Right. And, yeah. but when Disney kind of opened the door of like, hey, it's not a Pandora's box. I like this term. It is the Russian doll of Pandora's boxes where you kept opening and opening it. There's and another it's got thing. Worse and worse. Yeah. It's kind of like, uh, I remember being like shocked, but also being like, of course that's the case. Like the guy who voiced Simba in the animated Lion King. Mm-hmm. Um, kid? Yeah, kid. Mm-hmm. Um, not Matthew Broderick. No. Uh, the, Disney offered them, um, uh, I think it was a hundred or two hundred thousand dollars buyout to mm-hmm. be Simba, and his mom goes, mm, "Hang on, you guys have a theme park." <laughs> well, no, she was like, "Why would you buy us out completely at such a high number? I want a percentage." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so they got like one or two percent or whatever. It's way more. Than um, that. but took a much lower initial, like I think it was like a hundred thousand instead of two hundred thousand. And the interviewer was like, oh, well, you know, did that end up 
paying off for you? Like, was it? He was like, yes. He's like, well, how much? He's like, millions. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. A business always going to give you where they don't stand to lose. Like, again, Spielberg makes 13 cents for every dollar spent at at uh, Universal. Right. The theme park. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. What a um, freaking genius. We got to do the questions. Yes. Anyway, uh, sorry. But, I mean, That's also, a long, long conversation about yeah. acting in the industry. And, and there's and so lawsuits. much more we can and talk about because we're all I mean, in the industry. So an update on last week's news with Blizzard and Activision. Oh, yeah. They had it, a walkout. Walkout and all sorts of some new shit has come to light that is not great. Oh. Uh, but this is oh, not that. Oh, yeah. The Cosby suite. And yeah, yeah. All that. Oh, so, It's yeah. a lot. Just uh, do your homework, y'all. So the next part of the show is in which we answer questions from you, the, the people. people. Uh, you can submit your questions in a number of ways. If you go to nerdon.tv backslash questions, it has all of those ways, including the Discord, including sending us an email. There's a form. And if you come <laughs> hang out with us on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Twitch, nerdon.tv backslash Twitch, come hang out in the chat and you can submit your questions there. Um, and if you are a member of the Nerd On Nation, nerdon.tv backslash Patreon, not only are you helping us to upgrade our content and be the best that we can be, but you are also getting what we call the Nerd On Nudge, in which your questions are answered first. And you can ask questions like, <laughs> I was I like suspense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was it cool? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sure. We'll say that. <laughs> okay. First question comes from Brad, <laughs> aka to me, B-Rad. What? Is your go-to movie snack? Don't look at me, Caitlin. Reese's Pieces. Oh God! <laughs> the great uh, debate. I was just staring at Tom's face so I could see it sink when I responded. I was like, "Cause I look like the a great Reese's debate Pieces. continues." Do I no. look like the peanut butter in a Reese's Pieces? Maybe you look like a snack, Tom. I'm trying to be the whole meal, baby. <laughs> the great civil war that is in nerd on. <laughs> How to say that name? Reese's Pieces. It's Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces. Ja, I mean, I oh, look. English language is really stupid, but I don't make the rules, so I try to abide by them. Like Reese's Jif. Pieces. Anyways, uh, Josh. Um, I mean, it used to be um, peanut M and M's, but <laughs> it's grown into um, just good old popcorn and a hot dog. Butter? No butter? You got no the little butter. You got, you got the cheese thing on Oof. the garlic thing? What's no. Going? No? I'm sorry. I, I, I'm always on a diet, man. I, I, I'm always watching what I eat, so I what, never what put is the it? butter on. I watch what but I, I also, eat before it goes into my mouth. Yeah. Hell yeah. What, what is it? Popcorn <laughs> is high calories, low carbs. Mm-hmm. Just saying. It's not terrible Floated on and butter. Bonnie and I, like, we'll share the popcorn, the hot dog. I mean, we each get our own, but, like, it's like a, it, it's like a, you, you, it's kind of a cheat thing where you're just like, I'm gonna, I'm not even gonna give a shit. Do you ever wish you had a frog tongue so you could eat popcorn without having to use your hands? No, Caitlin. No. <laughs> because you know what? No. Pri- primates were like, thank nope. God I have thumbs. And frogs well, you were like, you can, also, you can also, you can just You can also just go, Hip. yeah, but the, the bottom of the bucket's hard to get to. So you need a well, long that's one. That's why, right that, to, to me, also, hack, good hack, <laughs> everyone, nerd hack, nerd hack popcorn theaters. Never get the bucket or the paper bag. Always ask box. for the, bro- the box. We get a box, and we we 
That's and how make we do sure that. you get two boxes because like when you want to put the the butter in there, it doesn't seek to the bottom and like this man uses butter. Oh, I I he goes to town. I, I, I remember like popcorn like, with my. Butter. It was one of those moments where you just kind of watch and it all goes to slow motion and you focus in like you zoom in on the butter just like covering every oh, yeah. kernel. Like I promise you, I promise you, I will abuse my. Uh, cinematic powers for when I make a scene in a movie theater and I do a fucking slow-mo shot of butter. <laughs> you want butter and then it goes and it goes right to the and then I'll probably do a cutaway four hours later. And oh then, and my then it's just like gallons God. of butter. I'm good guys. Let's go um, to the theater. So for me, uh my go-to, I mean to me, popcorn is like rice of like a popcorn <laughs> of, of theater food. It's like you gotta have it. You gotta have the rice no. with a thing. Yes. Anyways, um, I think my go-to is actually, um, it depends. Some theaters don't have them, right? So it's, C- it's Swedish fish or oh, uh, or, or, fish. or Sour Belts. Mm. Okay. Like, I, I want that fruity gummy. My mouth is salivating thinking yeah, about the Sour Belts. <laughs> to me, made... chocolate in a theater, I, I'm like, but my hands could be dirty and my fingernails could look like I have poopy under them. <laughs> can, can I ask like a, a follow-up question? Yeah. Just as conversation? Yes, Josh. No. Twizzlers or Red Vines? Neither. I wrote that as a joke, actually, in my spec script. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, because uh, someone's like, "Oh, I didn't get red. I didn't. I got. I didn't get Red Vines. I got Twizzlers." He's like, "You can't replace those." <laughs> and then it's a joke later on that sets it up. Um, I would say I like Twizzlers pull and peels. I like the experience of Twizzling, like pulling it apart. But I like the flavor of Red Vines more. Okay. You can also get a like. 10 pound bucket of yeah. red vines. But also, I used to love having a Twizzler and like putting it in a straw. Oh, yeah. The straw. Straw yeah. action. The straw shit. But also, like the, the little commercials where you could draw like a little mustache and do all the little art thingies with Twizzlers. Okay, then what you got? Coke and cherry slushy. I don't like either of those. Okay, anyways, next question. <laughs> Asterix. Uh, next question comes from Doogler. What is a gendered stereotype that you don't like in media? Bonus if there is one you do like. That women don't know anything and they have no idea what to do ever. That's really obnoxious. A gendered stereotype, right? That we don't yeah. like. Yeah. I mean, I've I've gone ad nauseum on some of our, our episodes where I just can't stand it kind of on the same vein. I just cannot stand the over sexualization of of females in like anime well I mean any kind of media I just I can't it's pretty much everything yeah I just it's, I, yeah, the I media can't. has come a long way in the last like decade it's come so far but like yeah boy howdy having a conversation with people 10 years ago was like a time well I mean it's it's interesting to watch like we were even discussing a potential topic for uh-huh. a, a future episode and uh, you're like, oh wait, that was in the 1970s. Now we have to have a conversation about, about that the implication. I mean, it's media has changed a lot, but I can't. I I just like, I just can't. Yeah, I think f- for mine, it's gonna go with it's gonna be a women thing, um, because I think in attempt to try to check the box of like women don't need no help kind of thing, mm-hmm. they've kind of made it where sometimes women aren't humans. Oh, yeah. And they're more like these naggy, like... Oh, yeah. I, I, well, I'm always right, and you're wrong, and it's dumb, and it's like... Yeah, that's that, that's too... F- 
Like, don't know anything. They know everything. Well, like, it, tur- it turns into, and it's kind of topical. They're a robot. It, it, it's kind of topical because it talks about last year's anniversary. They turn into uh, Mr. Strickland, the pr- the principal of Back to the Future, mm. oh. where they're just like, you're a slacker. You didn't do anything right. And it's like. Oh, yeah. Constantly like, nagging. That's, but that's also not right either, where no. it's like, and the cool thing that I've actually discovered in a writing software is that you can do a gender check. And then you can literally, it literally really? fo- you could find every character and you could check if they tr- choose to not be a gender, a male or a female. And then it'll break That's down awesome. like how many characters do you have that are male or female and then how many lines do they share. Oh, and wow. then and on the bottom will say like how many women characters have a scene by themselves. And I use that. That's great. I use that for the last, for the first time last night. I was like, is it called a Bechdel? That's the Bechdel, Bechdel test. test. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a little bit of like uh, a way to, I think, trick that which is I, I i don't find it like actually helpful mm. because the bad thing is that you make these women characters not talk about the plot at all and i'm like that sucks just as <laughs> <That's> much like <laughs> <laughs> that sucks just as much which i've seen happen i'm like this scene's supposed to be the bechdel test but it's also garbage because it has nothing to do with the movie yeah they're just trying to like cross off a thing. they're just trying to cross off the check and so that's why to me like I have I I like when the the female character is is strong is growing um does need help from friends like that is everything's universal in that way where like we are still human beings and I think Harley Quinn does a very very good job of that show hmm. and I am just like it feels like it's female forward but it's not having to be uh like a, a check a, like we're checking a, a box, box. Yeah. it's it's pretty um, interesting to tiger pounce on your idea. Um, I can't stand the trope of the dumb husband. Oh yeah, I can't. I it just Jerry. I can't stand. Like in commercials, it's like, oh, the woman knows everything, and the husband's yeah plugging his yeah. fingers into a, the, the socket. socket. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yep. If they're like every guy's like that. If they're like absolutely dumb, I don't like it. If they're like Tim Allen, dumb. Like, uh, but that's still like that is like an extreme example of the, of the stereotype, and I, 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 th- I don't know. I'm just like I'm so over it. For me, and again, it's because I'm a single man, not a mm-hmm. husband, uh, and you're a little older than me, so you've probably seen a lot more than I have. Um, I'm I'm kind of okay with it sometimes if it's not done like. Family Guy is like a perfect example of like every character just became their nah. worst versions of themselves. Yeah. yeah, where like the 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 dad character can be dumb. Like Homer is a great dumb. Everybody can be dumb. Homer is a great dumb dad, but yeah. like yeah. who like also turns on like the ballerina thing and then cheers Lisa up. Yeah, like he still yeah. has a heart. Where in like Family Guy, Peter is dumb without a heart. Yeah, and it's like that sucks. But like if you you could be dumb and be playful and it's fine and it's good. But like if you have a heart of gold and it's okay, and it's actually used to a point where like oh they win. Yeah, like Jerry loses every time because he's dumb. Yeah, and that sucks. If they win because they're earnest and it's not because they're the smartest person in the room, that's fine. It's it's again how you do it. Like a woman character can be strong and not need a need, need anyone I mean, else. Were, but they have to like doesn't mean like I have fucking chi powers and I shoot with aimbot and also I'm the savior of all of China. And it's like, dude, you oh my god. I mean, there was <laughs> there was a few years in commercials that it was just like I can think of one. I don't remember the product, but I remember the 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 wife was just super smart, and the 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 husband was just blinking. Like, with, how is he alive? Yeah, exactly. Kind of thing. Like you're just like, come on, guys. Yeah, 
Next question. Next yep. one <laughs> comes from Sharkbait. Looking back at your uh-huh. superhero personas y'all made, which universe would you want them to exist in? To make it easy, Marvel or DC? You can be specific if you want, i.e. comic or cinematic universe. I have an idea. Okay. Go for it. Shit. DC's deceased. Oh, okay. So you're super- So there's a possibility that we could become zombies. Nope. So, well, that's for you. That's for me. That's for you. <laughs> Jonathan Kent is out there, and you're like, but I'm also super strong, too. <laughs> and also Mary, 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 what's her name? Shazam. Mary, Mar- oh. Mary Marvel. Mar- Mar- yeah. yeah. Um, Caitlin, how about you? You're a chimera I girl. I feel like it'd be more appropriate in DC for some reason. There's something about, like... I don't know. There's something about what I know thus far of the DC universe that I feel like they would fit better there. And plus, you probably want to hang out with Power Girl. Yeah, you know. Or t- take over her identity. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, That's the whole I, plan. I would, I would go in the Marvel universe because the Flash is, if the Flash was in the DC universe, he would demolish everybody. Hmm. And so if I'm practically just copy-paste onto me, I'm like, oh. You gotta be somewhere quick, else. I'm like, Quicksilver. <laughs> what Child. You, what are you crawling? <laughs> what are you Child's doing? What play. are you even doing? You can't even Child's run through. Dem- Tom, Tom goes into Marvel just so he can insult someone. <laughs> well, like, because they're not better than him. But that's why he also doesn't choose DC because Flash would be better than him. Wally West would whoop my ass, and I'm like, there's no, there's no point. There's You're, like eight other speedsters here. There's no why point. Why try? What a little Bakugo move to be like, I'm gonna pick Marvel because I can insult the weakling. <laughs> yeah. So if I can make my own character who's practically just a DC. Carbon copy, uh-huh. I would go to Marvel because right. I would actually have a reason to be there. All right. There'd be no reason to like, okay, now we have the Asian Flash and like Quicksilver, oh. more like Slow Silver. <laughs> more like Sludge. More like- <laughs> wow, these are the worst insults I've ever heard. <laughs> that would be the joke of it. Yeah. Uh, you've got uh, questions from here, Tom. I do have questions uh, from the chat. Yeah, Please yeah, 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 send yeah, yeah, some yeah. more while I, I read these off, everyone. Um, the first question is in my photos app because I screenshotted it mm-hmm. and, and then I you can't, forgot. Okay. So, first question from Dougal93. Question. What is your secret food combination that's great? Two foods that go together, but you wouldn't think about it. Oh, Ooh. I already have one. Go ahead. Uh, and it's related to a previous question. Popcorn and mustard. No. Caitlin. That's not okay. That's, my- <laughs> yeah, that's not okay. <laughs> Sorry. My favorite thing is Batman. No. <laughs> Sorry. That was literally my okay. taste buds like screaming. That's not right? okay. I actually, I was in the same boat until I tried it. Uh, Bonnie, it was her thing. I went um, to the movies with them and I was like, for sure. I don't do that. For sure. No, I, that's how sorry. you. That's how you are no. as an. That's how you do it as an adult. You're just like clip right. that. Somebody. Don't, don't. I really like don't. this. Clip that shit. No. Kate, hashtag Caitlyn's toxic. <laughs> hashtag Caitlyn is toxic. Toxic fandom. That was literally like it was. <laughs> Fucking I like children. Can't even compl- explain myself. No. It was just like, it was seriously like, my taste buds took out a mind of their own. It was like, I would never. And all that came out was just, we need no. No. <laughs> yes, that's what happened. Josh, I would try it. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. I would, I would try, try it too, but Thank my you taste for validating buds me. <laughs> response. Kaylin, what's yours? Um, 
So I haven't eaten this in a very long time, which you're probably going to have just the same reaction to this. But my dad used to make these sandwiches all the time, and I was surprised because they, they weren't bad. But they're peanut butter and mayo sandwiches. No! <laughs> no. See that, Kaylin? See, see, it's not fun. That's, <laughs> I doesn't bother me. I didn't mean to. What didn't bother you? It was just fucking hilarious. It was also a lower tone. Like, oh. no. no. So far away from the mic. It, you know you what actually, broken the universe. <laughs> you, you know what it reminded me? It reminded me of when Mamba threw in five bucks so that he could play Resident Evil 7. Oh, God. And you freaked the hell out. I did. Um, I did. For me, I mean, but the thing is, what I thought was weird is now like a normal thing. Yeah. Was that? Yeah. It was mayo and uh, ketchup. Mayo chup is Together? a normal thing now. Oh, yeah. Oh, I always Fry call sauce. it like, yeah, I always call it like, it was what secret sauce So was. like my dad used to like make hot dogs and he would, you know, we were poor so we'd boil the fucking hot dog and put mm-hmm. it in a bun and be, mm-hmm. make like mayo chup. And like now I see it in the store, I'm like, you could buy it. I've like, never heard that like name. That's for literally it. what it's called now. I'm like, that's I hate this. Yeah. So just call it pink sauce. <laughs> Mayo chip. I don't want to call it that ever. Um, but if I have an actual weird food combination that's actually good, um I feel like catch and eat catch and A's would be <gasps> better. I have one. You have another one? Yes. No one cares about your other one. They said well, the one. other one actually is really good. All right, what's what's this one? <laughs> it's Coke wine. That's, that's so not weird. So when your wine starts getting a little like skunky, you mix like cold Coke into it, and it's really good, like a red wine. Do it with red wine. Okay, but it's very tasty. Um, I don't have uh, like all the things to me. Again, also I'm an Asian. I'm an Asian dude who's ate a bunch of shit. So I'm like, people are like, chicken feet's weird. And I'm like, it's good to me. Um, so I don't know what's weird. Like. That that I would come combine because to me I'm like oh those are just things I liked uh, are are normal. Now. What's a weird food? Bleach. No <laughs> combination. Uh, Salsa on a baked potato. I do that. Um, I mean, no, I don't have one really. I think I don't believe you, but that's oh fine. I guess. But this is normal. This is okay. How do you know? It's top ramen. You put a fucking slice of American cheese on it. Nope, that's not normal mm. to me. Anyway, that's that's actually a pretty like common like. And I want. I was actually thinking about everything is normal, you, is to, normal to somebody. Well, no, um, this is like a very like cannibal. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually like Josh. Like it, no, I actually wanted to do like a series of how to like get more out of your top ramen, and like you just do these simple hacks and stuff like that. Where it's like, yeah, American cheese on that slice, and you just like just like mix it up a little bit. It makes it a little bit more creamy. I believe you. Cheese makes almost anything better. Yeah, see, that's, like a, that's a very Asian out, thing. Cheese ramen, just like when you find chat. out that putting chocolate into chili helps it taste better. Pudding. Sorry. That's why you said. Next question. Next question. Um, this one is from Gamer Fuji. I don't remember if I've asked this before. What was a movie, video game, or show experience that you thought you wouldn't like that turned out to be something you actually enjoyed greatly? Uh pretty much any horror movie that I go into, oftentimes I uh the recent trilogy, um, what is it called? Scare Street or something on oh, Netflix. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Fear it. Street. It was Fear Street. Thank you. Um, it reminds me of my, my mother-in-law. She's like, what's that movie? Pain Closet? You mean Hurt Locker? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, um, that's good. I mean, horror movies, I at at face value, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to like that. Oh. But then I go into them, I'm like, this is Ho- fun. Horror movie is like probably one of the best places to dig for like, wow, this is actually a pretty good movie. Yeah. Um. Video game or show? Um, oh, movie. 
Easy. And I'm going to put it as a, as a topic. Y'all wait for it. One Cut of the Dead. One Cut of the Dead. Japanese horror film from oh, two, yeah, 2019. Oh, yeah. It I is. Remember. Oh, my God. Wait, wait. Oh, yeah. I thought I wasn't really going to like it because my friend was like, yo, Tom, you got to watch this Japanese horror movie about zombies. And it's about this filmmaker who's trying to move, make this movie about zombies. And that's all I'm going to say. And I'm like, eh. And then I was like, I watched it. And I was like, all right, whatever. And I was watching it, eh, whatever. And then it hits. And I was like, oh, this is one of the greatest I didn't think films I was going to like uh, Big Lebowski. Huh? I didn't think I was going to like The Prestige as much as I did. I didn't think I was going to like Black Widow as much as I did. Huh. Mm. I was like pleasantly surprised. Oh, uh, Loki. I still haven't seen it. Loki, uh, to me, is my favorite of the Marvel uh, Disney Plus shows. Wow. I still think Jessica Jones season one blows everything out of the water, but, you know, tit for tat. Um, Next question? Yeah. Yeah. I think this will be the last question. Okay. This is from Town of the Dragon. Nerd on. What upcoming games are you looking forward to the most right now? Slime Rancher 2. (laughs) Well. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Um, Everything else is secondary. Dying Light 2, I'm really excited about. And Plague Tale 2, I'm really excited about. That's good. Super Rats excited. Rats and about. dead people? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's like a puzzle. Days ahead, buddy. Puzzle game, kind of. There's narrative, and it looks beautiful. It has a great story. It's beautiful when the rats devour people. Fuji knows what I'm talking about. Mm. Julie knows what I'm talking about. Mm. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't have a good collection of games to think about that I like. I want to play. I like. Yo, I'm Google ev- search. Everyone in the chat, seriously, add me on Steam. Uh, Same. Just so we can play. But also, every once in a while, I just like I get really sad that I can't play a lot of games, and I might buy like you like a five dollar game. Not saying I'm going to write that empty check. With that blank check, but I'm just saying. Caitlin and Josh both know that randomly I'll just buy them games. Yeah, this is this um, is true. So uh one game that I'm excited about is probably um maybe uh Gotham Knights. Okay. Um, because I want to be able to play as other DC characters for once. That'd be great. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Something like yeah. That. That'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what are you guys? What are you guys conniving about? Uh, sorry, I just she saw, one saw of the that Hot Wheels it, Unleashed is yeah, coming it's going to be coming shit. out this year. Everybody, Hot Wheels Unleashed. <laughs> you can drive a little car real fast. Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels. I used Lay to play that. I used to play that game all the time on PC. <laughs> <laughs> what? Anyway, the Sandcastle one was like the best. There was that a, was the bad was there was one. one racing game that I played a lot of, and it was like you were playing as actual RC cars. Oh. And that was really, really fun. And I, mean, I remember, that was I, remember I was playing a shit. Like, that was like early PC gaming. I remember oh, yeah. I was playing a shit. That shit. My, my racing game growing up was Ridge Racer. Crash Did Team I... Racing? No. Crash Team Racing? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't play. Yeah. That wasn't cool. It was, it, to well, me, I was like, this is the shitty Mario Kart. But I, it was like a lot of fun. Look, if it wasn't no. Mario, <laughs> if, it, if it wasn't Mario, if it wasn't Mario, I was like, "This is the garbage version of it." Which, like, that's how I thought of Donkey Kong Country. Like, this isn't Mario. That's how I was as a kid because I was I felt like Mario was like, the very polished version. Yeah, very closed minded <laughs> to experience. Like, oh well, other developers are just doing different things. Yes, than like knowing that like Donkey Kong Country was huge because they made Donkey Kong like the actual protagonist, or like that you know 
Crash Racing was like, oh, well, this is like a different platform. I mean, I understand why you would put Mario on a different level because they did have a theatrical, like a movie that was really just well done. Oh, yeah, for sure. But also, I didn't didn't realize that Lex Lang was going to be in Crash. So I was like, oh, this is great. It was a great movie. Mario Brothers. Shout out to friend of the show, Lex Lang. Yeah. I tell you, I say this every time. Lex Lang, he just oozes cool. He does. He fucking is like stupid cool. And I'm like, man, I want to grow up to be as cool as you. Yeah, he's so cool. It's pretty cool um, speaking it's of true. cool, you guys are cool for it's listening, true. for watching, for following, for following, for joining you. that nerd on nation. Hell yeah! Uh, everybody at home, thank you so much for watching or listening. If you're on your favorite podcast app, speaking of, we are where everywhere, everywhere podcasts can heard uh, all can the episodes. Heard. Can heard all the podcasts. Can heard uh, all the podcasts are put on video to our YouTube channel. So check that out. If you forget any of this information, go to nerdon.tv. That is our website. It has all of the information. Everything's posted there too. So check it out, nerdon.tv. Uh, like we have mentioned throughout the show, uh, do consider joining that Nerd On Nation. It does allow us to grow. It does allow us to upgrade our content. Over the past 12 months, we have made so many upgrades and our our content has gone through the roof in terms of quality because of the Nerd On Nation and we appreciate you guys big time. I'm pulling up my next point. For four quarters, y'all could join in. Get us to our goals. Make the dream happen. Join, see all these cool exclusive things. Four quarters. You got four quarters. And also, once we are at uh, 43 members of the Nerdon Nation, and once you once we get to 60, the Nerdon Nation gets to decide a topic for one of our episodes. So you it's can pretty pick dope. the 50th land before time if you want. Oh, yeah, yeah, so good. Um, or the extended edition of Hot Rod. Nope. And if you like Don't what you hear, that. stop by, rate and review, share it with your friends and family, all that kind of stuff. That is how we grow. And one last piece of housekeeping. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code NERDON at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code NERDON. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. That's it, everybody. (laughs) Thank you so much. We heart you. Take care of yourselves. You know the drill. As always, NERDON. NERDON.